Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is Friday, the 31st day of March in the year of our Lord, 2023. I will be talking about the cause of the globalists, who they are, at least in part, as well as what they are doing to this world. But I will also be talking about the anti-globalist cause, which in today's world represents good in its never-ending battle with evil. I will argue that the globalist cause is the cause of global wealth, global control of people and their institutions. It is the cause of what we have come to call billionaires today due to the inflation of the currency. It has existed throughout human history as the cause of evil. The great acceleration of the globalist cause happened with the fall of the Soviet Union, the rise of the new technology we're all so familiar with, Russia was led by weak, corrupt leaders after the fall and quickly became a kleptocracy or a nation run by organized crime. The criminal oligarchs in Russia took control of Russian industry, the Russian government, even the Russian military. And with that control, they transferred Russian wealth out of the country to various offshore accounts, apparently, for their own benefit. Even their looting of Russia and its people can't compare with the global criminal billionaire oligarchs I will describe because they apparently seek only the accumulation of vast wealth, not the destruction of humanity like the others. In America, we have no reason to look down our collective noses at the Russians because we have the same problem, although our oligarchs pretend they have cleaner hands. In fact, I will argue that our oligarch problem in the West is bigger than the one Putin faced when he came to power in Russia in 2000. The entire Western world is currently in the grips of a class of billionaire elites who have obtained complete control of all our institutions. They control the media, the political establishment, education, financial markets, banks, world trade, social issues, and public health. I'm sure they control much more. Those are the obvious things that come first to mind. These elite establishment billionaires see every problem as global. Every problem primarily created by them must therefore have a global solution. The various censorship campaigns that we have recently experienced, coupled with the lies of fake news stories such as Russiagate and the other efforts to impeach Donald Trump, one would think that Donald Trump would be one of them. He should be one of them. But their paranoid fear, their hatred of him leads me to believe that he is not. The recent COVID disaster, the hysteria it created primarily orchestrated by the billionaire oligarchs such as Bill Gates and the like, as well as the repressed control measures that came out of it, served the interests of those who lust for control. They want total control of all people who currently reside And those who will ever reside on planet Earth to achieve this control, they have adopted the goal of the destruction of the American Republic and the other once free nations of the West. To what extent these people have extended their tentacles into other aspects of society, we will explore today. Recent polls tell us what should be obvious, and that is that the bedrock institutions and values of our society have collapsed or they are in serious decline. Religious faith, patriotism are all at at all-time lows in America. The values of religion, patriotism, raising children, hard work, and so forth have all been replaced by something else. Can you guess what the new value is, folks? If you guess money, 
and its acquisition. You are correct. That's right. According to many polls, money and the acquiring of money is now the most important value to the most Americans. It seems that we have a billionaire on just about every corner. They're all evil people who will not be satisfied until everything that is good, everything that is holy is destroyed and replaced with things that are evil, sick, twisted, and most of all, insane. Does our new class of billionaire oligarchs have control of the problems that beset America today? Are they control masters? Do the politicians simply act as puppets for the globalist oligarchs that pull the strings? How can one know these things for sure? But I will confess, it sure looks that way to me. Some of the insanity I will talk about in a minute is hard to explain any other way. Mandated injections of a poison long since proven unable to deliver any positive benefit. Forced lockdown of virtually the entire world instituted by the government. Forced by intimidation of free speech resulting in an Orwellian government imposed censorship of opposing thought prosecution of innocent people who are guilty of nothing besides opposing the political agenda of evil people more recently the burning and destruction of food processing plants, the attacks on farming, consolidation of farms with the substitution of patented products for human consumption in Europe, the literal destruction of the second largest food exporting nation of farmers in this world, the Dutch people. The Dutch people have risen in protest over the elite globalist destruction of their food supply and their livelihoods to the point that farmers have formed their own political party. Many have been elected. Why would an elite globalist oligarch and billionaire want to destroy the food supply of ordinary people? They tell us it's because of climate change, folks. That's what they tell us. The farms give off nitrogen, you see, which is somehow leading to a climate apocalypse. Only the wise, all-knowing oligarch billionaire globalists have the authority and the wisdom to correct this problem and save planet Earth from the ravages of ignorant little people like us. A person would have to be completely insane to believe what I just told you. These people expect us to believe it. Are, they, are you insane, folks? I didn't think so. No, no. The real reason, as you undoubtedly can guess, is control because it is easier to control weak, starving people. If the destruction of our food isn't stopped and soon we will be forced to come to them like baby birds so they can put their bugs in our mouths. I'm not kidding about that, by the way, because across the Western world, insane people are buying into the propaganda that it is somehow necessary to quit eating meat and start eating buds in order to save the planet. Another tactic that seems to fall right in line with what I've been saying is to make sure that more intelligent people stop having children. Yes, that's right. It's happening across the West. Birth rates are falling. Western countries, especially among the educated class, birth rates are falling. Right now, there's a strong correlation between education and childlessness. Simply put, the smarter you are, the fewer children you have. The more ignorant you are, the more children you have. Are we then headed for a literal idiocracy? No, I don't think so, because the, in that movie, the same phenomenon that I just mentioned as presently happening resulted in a future world run by idiots. The difference is that the globalists of today envision a world of idiots run by them. The surviving people will be like sheep, cattle, or just dependent serfs on the globalist plantation. We will all be happy, though, 
because in the soon-to-come world run by oligarch billionaires, they have told us we will own nothing and we will like it. We will live in whatever conditions they assign to us. If we survive their pandemics, their wars, and their destruction of our food, the things I have mentioned so far all coincide with a focus on control of the human species by a few people. Complete planet-wide surveillance of every movement with computerized social control or social credit, as is happening in communist China, the maniacal focus that we see today on gender issues, the growing number of people who are so insane that they believe they and expect us to believe that men can become women, women can become men just by thinking about it. Men can bear children, women can father children. We're so propagandized that many of us actually believe that. Are these things that no sane person could possibly believe, just random occurrences in a society undergoing rapid change, or evidence? Are they evidence of something else, something, some kind of involvement, of something far more sinister? Evidence of the far more sinister kind is all around us. We know that the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS, the various intelligence agencies of America are all totally corrupt and have been illegally weaponized against the American people, these agencies, were all involved in what came to be called Russiagate, but was really a coup against a sitting United States president. To what extent, then, are these agencies involved in the other nefarious things that I have mentioned or in other crimes that I haven't yet thought of to help us answer some of these questions? I call on the man whose words I have great respect for. That is Colonel Douglas McGregor. I won't bother to quote his entire statement. But he was talking about a quote from George Soros that he read over 10 years ago in which Soros said that Russia is the last national state that rests on the foundation of Orthodox Christian culture with Russian identity at its core. That has to be stopped, he said. That has to be removed. It will require direct war between America, NATO, and Russia to remove it, Mr. Soros wishes. The war could be primarily fought by the Eastern Europeans because they don't mind mass casualties. But here in the West, it must be that casualty-averse West. So be it. Now, counting, uh, quoting Colonel McGregor, quote, So I think that the people who are in charge in the West, the people in Washington, think they have successfully destroyed the identities of the European and American people. We have no sense of ourselves. Our borders are undefended. We present no resistance to the incoming migrants from the developing world who essentially roll over us as though we owe them a living and that our laws do not count. Thus far, I would say that is an accurate evaluation of what we've been doing. I think that's a great victory for George Soros and the globalist, end quote. So we will become, or perhaps we have already become, an open society. Perhaps our future is as nothing but an amorphous mass of people who believe nothing, who have nothing to believe except some desire for money. This thinking is so evil, so destructive, that I'm amazed that Soros and people like him are tolerated in this world, but I guess the toleration of them and the adaption of their ideas is evidence of what I've been arguing, this information. Supplied by Colonel McGregor in part sums up much of the thinking of the globalist world today. These globalist billionaire oligarchs have a deeply passionate hatred of Christianity toward Christians, toward those who love their country and who resist its destruction. These people 
are obstacles to their ultimate goal of a borderless one-world government headed by billionaire oligarchs, not by we the people. The example that Colonel McGregor gave about Russia being the last nationalist state based on a Christian culture could perhaps be applied to other people. Other groups in the United States today, those who resist the globalist oligarch propaganda and lies. The oligarchs are now so strong, so confident, they talk openly about transitioning away from representative government and of their desire for the destruction of the nation state they meet. They plan the suffering of the rest of us that they will finally bring into compliance. They hope the future world of our children, their prodigy, is at stake right now, folks. Who will decide it? Who will preserve freedom? Finally, folks, there are so many psychopaths in high places that a truly evil psychopathic mass murderer can sometimes fly under the radar without notice, but somebody needs to notice him and start listening to what he says. At least that's the way I see it. Until next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.